0: That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry.
1: Ladies, gents, what a crazy game of football that was! Game three of Origin, the Maroons getting up—a great win for them. Incredible, with you know them being definitely the underdogs in betting as well. $1.35 dollar thirty-five, to I think three ten, there, and just showed their heart that they always do. They, you know, they seem to win so many more of these games that they really shouldn't. You know, I don't think New South Wales has won uh, one of these types of games when they've been the underdog for for a long time, and and it just shows that. Yeah, they coach well, they, the, the spirit, you know, I don't know if it's, it's greater in, in Queensland than it is for New South Wales or just the history of it. I, I don't know how it works out for them, but everyone they pick comes in and, and does such a great job. You, you look at the likes of you know, Jeremiah and I, I, I spoke about, like, obviously love him as a player, but so young. And, and in those first couple of games, like looked okay. Obviously had a couple of errors, uh, penalty in that first game, which you know, almost cost him. And, and second game, obviously played a bit of time. Off the bench as well but to get 80 minutes in the back row here and he looked electric he, you know, he made made a break and a couple of offloads there he was you know really really good um helpful in the air there's a couple there that if it didn't I think he knocked yeah he had the tap back and end up hitting his other arm and went forward but if it you know went back they'd probably score off it that Josh Papali'i play at the start like there's a few things that could have you know, gone his way even even more and you see just to, like if we're looking at just the other back row, for example, Kirk quite Kurt just always does his job. He you know, moved to the centres pretty early in that game when they had the injury to Cobbo, which I, from what I've from all reports, the all the guys that have got some type of concussion are, are doing well, which is great in in Cobbo and um, and Cam Murray and Lindsay Collins. So the three guys there that they cop that, but um, that first three and a half minutes was incredible. Uh, it was probably like ten to fifteen, and then obviously we had the the biff between Burton and Gagai, and fair enough as to why that happened, and (laughs) so funny trying to like I remember I was trying to talk to a few people, like, you know, Burton Burton couldn't hit, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, he was five on one. I'm like, yeah, but the first, like, three or four punches each was just the one-on-one, and he he did look like he'd never been in a a fight before. But, um, yeah, so his tension's so high in this game. You know, The biggest thing that I took out of it, especially, and it's always the case in every game, is just that... Queensland having four and five blokes in a tackle at one time, and obviously that ended up in a couple of injuries there uh, with that head knock to to Cobo. But to see him charging in off the wing to, to make that tackle when he didn't have to just really shows that he's going to be a great player. For, in, for one, that he will go into bat for his teammates, which is awesome for someone so young and so talented. That doesn't always happen in this sport, in, in any sport. So really great to see that. Unfortunate to him that he only got the uh, couple of minutes, and same with Lindsay Collins. But yeah, just just really showed that spirit for the for the Queensland boys, and and another game there with Callan Ponga was just incredible for for the Queensland side, and definitely hasn't been playing as well for the Knights. But it does show that what happens when you when you're a, good, a great player and you get put around uh, great teammates. Like he does have some, you know, definitely some great teammates in in Knights, but their spine just I don't think. Meshes well enough. You can see Kalen gets a little bit of space, uh, gets a little bit of roll on that the forwards have given him or something like that, and he's off and away. I think it was 17 tackle breaks, three line breaks, four offloads in this game was, and a try. And he was great in the first two as well, so helped them win that first one. Set up a couple of tries and even set up the couple that they did score in that second game. So Kalen Ponga, very much deserving of that man of the match. And in terms of man of the series, it was I definitely think it was between Ponga. DCE and also Paddy Carrigan and a massive congratulations to Paddy he you know he's coming off ACL surgery last year missed you know the bulk of that and then comes back this year plays you know pretty well from a couple of games into the season and has not has not missed a beat and we knew that he was going to be super talented but the go forward that he provides the the strength that he has in defense as well he was spectacular I'm also seeing some growth at center for Val Holmes I think that that line that he ran, obviously, you know, having did and on his inside, being able to pass that ball to him, and the synergy that they have from being you know, the Cowboys together, I think was a, a great bring in. We'll speak about did in a second, but to have them those two as a combination on the on the left there, I think was probably why they stuck with Ben Hunt and Nine, and obviously for how good Ben uh, has has played in that position. I just think that that synergy was great. So we'll move to. Yeah, I think Holmes just getting better and better each week at that centre position. And I definitely think it's it's his position. He's smart enough to be able to run those great lines. Defensively is is very solid as well, and I think he did a great job. We moved to to Dean, and and that was one of the one of the great Origin debuts for in a, in a game that was so important, a game three in Suncorp. He would have dreamed of this all his life to come out and obviously hit Holmes pretty early for that try, and almost have another one set up. Yeah, that offload that he had that, that obviously went forward there, but. He is great in defence. There's a few times there was kind of one on one and stops the, the New South Wales boys and, and just a real all out and out perfect debut with a with a great win for him. <clears throat> DCE everyone talks about him and his position in the game and, and his position as a you know million dollar player a, a superstar in our in our league and he always you know continues to show why he is one of the best. If you look at the other side of the ball, we'll speak about New South Wales in a second. But you know he's Clay is amazing, but he's not perfect every game, and that's you know the same thing that I think you have got to think about with with DCE is that he's not going to have the perfect game every week, and you know sometimes he's not going to step up in these types of games. Sometimes he can't carry a manly team to to superstardom, and you've seen that with Ponga, and, and that's the same. And not everyone can do that. You know, the likes of someone like Thurston can do it. You know, they could carry the Cowboys team to to the finals to to different you know, to different places there. But the only time the Cowboys ever won is when the teammates around him were, you know, at a superstar level as well. You need at least five or six guys that play in Origin. And, you yeah, know, it shows, it shows that for sure with DCE. And, and he'll probably get that... Jeez, it'd, it'd be tough to take it, take off the uh, the number seven off his back in uh, in the Australian team as well, uh, on the back of, of Origin. I think, you know, it wouldn't look out of place. It probably would be <clears throat> DCE and Munster, which I think would be pretty fair to play for Australia there. For them to win without Munster is incredible. Let's move to Ben Hunt, and we'll, we'll finish with him and, and Harry Grant there. And Benny, to I'm actually really proud of him. Like, to be fair, when when he scored that try at the end, the game was pretty well over. The, the New South Wales boys didn't look like scoring any time in that last ten to fifteen minutes. So I Absolutely gas, All the defensive work, all the pressure they put themselves under in that last sort of that's oh, that second, the whole second half really. Um, that game was kind of over, but it was a nice uh, icing on the on the cake for for Benny. For what's been a fairly tough, you know, apart from when he plays Origin, a pretty tough seven years, to be honest with you. Like, I'm very, very thankful for what happened in 2015, but obviously for him, the amount of hate, the amount of crap that he's received over those years, I don't think has been warranted. He's always been an incredible player. So much talent, so much work ethic. You see that you know, every year he gets thrust into the nine role for Queensland. He does love playing number seven. You can tell that he he. I personally think he's pretty close to a better nine than he is a seven. Obviously uh, he has done it at both levels and, and he does have better players around him in origin, but he can just do everything. He can kick out a dummy half. He saw his 40, 20, obviously set really, you know, t- change the momentum in that game in the second half. And then that play at the end, he's just such a smart guy, um, super talented and deserves this. And, and, you know, as people were saying last night, it's going to go down in origin folklore, that, that play, uh, especially when clear is kicking it, you know, it's um, yeah, clearly he's going to go down, go down as, as one of the greatest, greatest sevens if he continues you know what he's doing, and, and that's going to go down uh, in, a, in a great spot for Benny Hunt. So well done to him. And lastly, on, on the Queensland side, it was Harry Grant. And 51 minutes for him, and I think they, they did this really well, which I don't think New South Wales did as great. And I think the benefit is with Hunt that he can move through into the middle a little bit, and they can interchange at that dummy half role, where I think with Appy and Cook... I think it's harder for them to to play that role where they can play that 50 to 60, 74 minutes here with Ben Hunt uh, that they did in this one. So Harry just, again, that, that play where he, he kicked in through uh, to the, to who scored? Center. Gekko? Yeah, whoever it was. Um, who scored that try there was just a, a great play. It uh, shows of his smarts. He always gets out of dummy half at the right time. He always gets out when... There's a marker offside and gets that six again. He's just always on the ball and shows why he's so important to this team and also to the Storm when they can get him for the 80 minutes. So very, very impressed with um, with Harry and how he played. And then just a little shout-out to Tommy Gilbert, who did come on in the second minute and played the rest of the game, where he probably thought he's going to play 15 to 20 minutes. So what well on to Tommy, another, another Cowboy, and I'm super excited for how the Cowboys are going to play from here on in. I actually do think they're a premiership chance now. I did say there were probably, no, probably none. But they're actually improved each and every week. And Storm don't look great. Um, and we'll see how the uh, Panthers guys' uh, you know, thoughts and, and feelings around this game. Their confidence is dented from this one. If we look at the uh, New South Wales side, Tedesco was great as always. He continues to play that amazing captaincy role. Unfortunately, they couldn't you know, get the other boys over the line and to no fault of his uh, in this one. The Stephen Crichton one's interesting. I do love him as a player, but when you had Jack Whiten available and back, I think that he had to play. Stephen didn't play great in the first two games, and I think that in such a big, important game, Jack had to play. I feel like that was the that was the way to go. You know, the other option was having Jack play on the bench over Talakai. The main issue for me there was the fact that he got you know just less minutes than than what Damien Cook did, with Cook being our, one of our best for the last sort of seven, eight, nine years, however long he's been in there. I think that he needed to play more minutes. <clears throat> People were like, oh, he had no impact when he came on. Well, of course he didn't have any impact. We, we dropped the ball. We, yeah, we're always coming out of our end. And yeah, if if you're a, if you kicked you know, how how well Queensland did it. They kicked to the corners and then defended hard. When the defense is on, there's no breakdowns. How is he going to get out of dummy half and do anything when you're on the back foot? You're, you're stuck in a corner. I, I don't see the the theory in that. He needed. You know, there was going to be more time if he came on the 30th minute, play that last 10, and you know even if he came off with 10 or 15 to go, um, I think that would have been a better play. But again, uh, Freddie can make that decision. I just feel like you know, people, it was unfair criticism on Cook for for the 28 minutes he was on the park. The last 28, they did not have the ball in great position and didn't have many chances to do anything. So that was that. Talakai, obviously just a bit of a loose carry, kind of killed them at one point there. Losing Kean Murray is obviously you know, the glue, to a lot of this side um, was unfortunate, but we can't complain because Maroons lost lost two of their players um, and had to move, yeah, you know, change a lot uh, positionally. Where Angus Crichton came in, I think he was actually one of New South Wales' best. To be honest with you, ran with a lot of vigor, broke a few tackles, um, and, and did great. So it's you know pretty much between Tedesco Appy Coruscant I think actually think was great. You know, as much as I you know want Cook to play more, I think Appy was awesome. Had that nice um, try assist to Jacob Saifidi who pretty well had. Uh, close to the perfect game on debut for Jacob with a try, ran the ball really really hard. Just had that one error near the end, which cost him uh, a little bit of love as well. But generally, yeah, when, when you only have sort of three to four players that had a great game, you know, Tupor didn't play great, improved right at the end, but it wasn't his best one. Maddie Burton, that kick was wow, but yeah, he didn't have the same impact that he did um, that he did last game. So, you know, Luai was okay. Just again, just getting in too much of that niggle and. I don't feel like he focused as much on his actual gameplay. Had one or two good runs, but just overall, the Queensland were a better team. Um, yeah, you know, won won the battles when they when they needed to, and just I think he had a little bit more energy again. Same as that, same as that game one. And if you really look at game two as well, it all changed when that Simbin happened. And and you know, New South Wales scored that try at the end of the half to go ahead, and then they were just too gassed for the rest of the game, which. You know, it shows that the Maroons here and and everyone. A lot of people were thinking New South Wales had the better team. They almost could have probably won all three. So yeah, my hat goes off to all the Queensland guys. Billy Slater is coaching his adjustments. I think you know game plan in game one was incredible. The way they took the the way they took time away from Cleary, I think was great. When they didn't have Burton as a second kicking option, you yeah. uh, know Lua, I think that was a terrific plan. In game two, they just came out with great energy, and I think that you know. Uh, New South Wales made a few a few changes there <clears throat> In the way they were going to get more ball To someone like Burton to kick uh, to, to use Luai a little bit Just spread the ball out I think a, lo- a little bit better Which was great And yeah it kind of got unlucky like, it, it is what it is They had three or four penalties So they deserved to have someone in the bin But uh, unlucky with that Obviously the sin bin But then the third one there just again, just just making some adjustments again and looking to kick to corners. They kicked early in the second half, you know, second, third tackle um, and, and turned New South Wales around, defended hard and you know, made them make mistakes. And obviously that can, that's on New South Wales side of the ball, but it's great um, tactically as well. And I just think they did an awesome job with that. Obviously kicking early, we've got the 40-20 for Ben Hunt as well. And just overall a better game plan I think than New South Wales did. So I think they've got to go back to the drawing board and, and think a little bit more around strategy and what they can do to nullify some of the kicking from DC. I don't remember DC in any of the three games having a lot of kick pressure on him. Whereas and, and similar with Munster, they they, they kinda of let him run a little bit and, and obviously that's, you know, what's happened with guys like Wally Lewis and stuff in the past, but generally I just feel like they they're six and seven. Ponga even had a lot more time than what the New South Wales guys did. I don't remember many kicks where Cleary had a lot of time to actually think about where he wants to put it, pinpoint accuracy, um, and even just to belt it. Like a lot of times, he's like, "Oh, quick, get it off, kick, and go." Um, yeah, so a lot, a lot to be done tactically heading into next year. And um, let me know if you enjoyed that bit of analysis, guys. I thought it was a very interesting game uh, yeah, overall. Really happy. With some of the guys that that came out and played super well, like I think definitely we go footy is the winner. Uh, when you know Blues losing is is not ideal for me being a Blues fan, but um I'm a I'm a fan of footy, so it was great to see a couple of those guys do well. As I said I'm still very happy that Ben Hunt dropped that ball in 2015. It helped my squad. Um so yeah, I think he deserves his spoils here. But uh subscribe, like this video, guys. I would really appreciate that. Send it to your friends that are that are interested in just general footy chat uh, and origin chat. If, you, if you're having a bit, of a, a, a bit of a debate or a bit of a conversation with a few of your mates uh, yeah, and they might want a little bit more perspective from someone like myself, that'd be cool as well. As I said, I'd like to, to branch out a little bit with my content, not just being the fantasy stuff, which is amazing, but some of this chat as well I think is pretty cool. So hope you enjoyed that, guys. We'll catch you in the next video.